0: Hello, welcome to Human Tech, a podcast about the intersection between humans and technology. My name is Guthrie. I am here with Susan. Hello. Hi, Guthrie. How are you doing today?
1: You know, I'm good. It's uh, supposed to be uh, autumn, but it's 80 degrees in Wisconsin, so...
0: Oh, yeah, I'm making a horrible mistake. It's 70 degrees and perfect in Chicago, and I'm inside (laughs) recording a podcast. But I had a... I had a dentist appointment today, so. Uh, you,
1: you were know. out, but I don't know that that counts. Well, I,
0: I, yeah, but also, you know, now my my mouth is all, like, like I can't, like, I need to eat, and I can't it. I can't eat because I they just clean my teeth. <laughs> you can eat. I,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You just wanted to la- you want that clean feeling to last as long as possible.
0: Well, also, well, uh, like, like my like if I ate, like, it would f- taste disgusting because it's yeah. like the. C- mouth cleaner
1: and- yeah all right yeah we don't need any more details guthrie my teeth were perfect well that's good news that is good news isn't it uh, yes everyone wants their podcaster to have really good teeth so okay i'm happy about that so <laughs> uh we can move on now um we're we we've picked a topic today that yes is- and
0: and I, I uh you could announce the topic and then um I do just wanna do a quick five minute segment on the Apple keynote.
1: Oh. Okay. Well then we'll I think we're gonna transition we will. to talking we're about
0: gonna, we're not I'm not gonna do a whole deep dive Apple thing today. Okay.
1: We're gonna talk I will save
0: our poor listeners.
1: From but. hearing you expand forever about the Apple show. Yes. Alright. Well, once we talk about the Apple Show, then we're going to go into one of our, um, I tend to think of it as UX nerdy kind of topics. We are in the middle of uh, editing, and, and we're going to be publishing soon, a new revised version of our course on uh, detailed user interaction. Old design. one was
0: fine, but needed some sprucing. Yeah, we and, wanted uh, better
1: video, better audio. We, we, yeah,
0: we've gotten a, a newer camera.
1: New content, some new content. lights, yeah. Better examples and things like that. So we're in the middle of, we've recorded everything and we're in the middle of editing it all. And of course, that means that all those topics are on the top of my brain. And this is very, um, this is really, you know, down in the weeds of user interaction design. Um, which is going to be an interesting challenge to talk about because... Basically, you're talking about the design of things that are, uh, a lot of which are visual. And we are an auditory medium in podcasting. But, you know, other people do it in their podcasts on radio. So I think we can do it. So we're going to talk about, uh, specifically, we're going to talk about forms, the design of forms. Really exciting stuff. (laughs) I think it's exciting. But I don't know, Guthrie, you may not be that excited forms are cool everyone uh, yeah, that uses was, forms okay that was not said with a lot of enthusiasm but okay so we're going to talk about forms in a minute but you want to take a few minutes and talk about apple
0: yeah so um we don't usually do this Who, what? uh well i do it all the time but you don't usually watch a whole lot of kind of tech um announce- you know they all the there's a the, the tech event and they invite everyone out to the big mega complex and uh, it, that they have out in California. Um, so
1: I don't usually watch them live. Yeah, and this time we kind of watched it live together, which was, yeah, I,
0: I pulled you in. It was I mean, it was their big annual iPhone um, announcement at the beautiful new Steve Jobs Theater.
1: So yeah, what was kind of weird for me about watching it was earlier that morning I had had an interview with this woman from Newsweek about the new iPhone, but that was before it was announced.
0: Well, I, yeah, well, I mean, she she was, she was smart. <laughs> she, she knew exactly <laughs> she what she was. She scooped
1: it. All well, right.
0: Well, she knew it was coming out this week. I so, in, in that Newsweek piece, she actually talks about um, what they announced.
1: So what do you want to talk about, about the Apple announcement? Um,
0: I would just like some, uh, your a little UI opinion.
1: Oh, really? Like what?
0: Mm-hmm. So they announced... Uh, a new watch, um, yep. which sh- prob- well, probably what they wanted to all along. The watch is now, you know, it'll have LTE. So it, before, let's say you wanted to, like, open the Lyft app on your Apple Watch. The phone had to create a Bluetooth connection. Sorry, the, the watch had to create a Bluetooth connection to the phone and then access the phone's Internet. And then it was a whole thing. And now yeah, it just I thought it was pretty owned. funny
1: that yeah. th- this was a really big deal. Oh, my God, the watch can do things on its own. And I was like, well, yeah, that took a long time. It
0: did. It did for a lot of reasons. But, you know, it's ha- it's hard. It's, it's hard to have enough battery to have a, a device that, you know, that does LTE um, and, and also, you know, sticks around. The biggest problem is that the carriers are going to charge, like, 10 bucks a month to have it as a secondary device hmm. so it's gonna be pretty expensive just to like use anyway so so there was the watch
1: are you are you up on, are you high on the watch yet no but i, you know, I don't wear a watch yeah or any kind of watch
0: i've been pretty down on the apple watch for a long time i think i i'm starting to come around um just because like like uh, if they have, I, I think in like maybe five years, it'll be it'll be pretty cool, um, and you know, and you know, uh, so so like basically, Apple kind of created like they created their kind of logic board, and so basically, what if it was in a Mac or an iPod or a phone or. Uh, a, a you know a laptop whatever it was it was basically just like a different size power version of the same thing
1: yeah
0: you know so like if you open up a new uh, macbook laptop there's a stick that's the size of an iphone that has the processor and the which which has the internal graphics card and the memory it's all it's just like a it, it's a stick that does everything that you need to do um, and so it's kind of interesting that this is their new segment. Anyways. All right,
1: but I, I'm not—I'm not sure that in five years it's see. Okay. Well, I yeah. have my own opinion about what the next device needs to be.
0: Well, that's fine, but but so so you're but you don't you don't think it'll you you're not seeing this like no okay okay. they you... they they I think they're selling a lot of them.
1: Do you want you want me to tell you one reason why? Sure. Because I think that. Uh, augmented reality mixed reality whatever the heck you want to call this thing is going to be really big and so you're going to want a device uh the big thing is going to be uh something with you know a camera that lets you face it out towards the rest of the world and i don't want to be you know it's on your wrist you got to be like it's not going to be maybe it'll be an apple watch type device but not on your wrist you know it'll be in a clip to your pocket or pin to your lapel or something, but uh, you know, I'm going to lift my arm and and you know turn my wrist so that I, I don't know. I mean, you saw in the in the Apple demo, they you know made a call to the woman who was what was she windsurfing or something? She's she's
0: paddling in the ocean.
1: But she, she's paddling in the ocean, but she has to keep lifting her arm towards her mouth to talk. Right? It's
0: yeah, it's. I think they're slowly changing the use case, which is from the greatest device in the world to a glorified um, Apple shuffle, which is so it's a a fitness tracker slash music player. Um, And I guess, you know, you can make calls and, you know, you can call 911. Uh, So and and, and I think there's a real value to that. I mean, I, I bet you they sold so many of the little shuffles, you know, I just need something small. Because I don't want to drag my big, heavy right. phone around while I'm working right. out or swimming or whatever. So I, I think I think there's a... So, so I'm starting to get that bored. Um, new Apple TV, blah, blah, blah. I'll skip right over that. Uh, so the new iPhones. Um, yep. Big UI decision. So the UI of the future. No home button.
1: Right, now, no buttons, all screen.
0: Yeah, so now I... So, so I we live in different worlds. You have an iPhone right now um, that has a home button. I live in the Android world, and so we're used to the three buttons at the bottom, the middle one being the home button that it essentially does the same thing that the Apple one, Apple button uh, does. So you have a does. physical button? No, no. Yeah. I have a Samsung Galaxy S8+. So Plus. You, have,
1: you have no buttons
0: on the phone? Well, uh, I, and I actually didn't have any buttons before. I, interestingly enough, I had a Nokia, um, sorry, not, uh, sorry. A Nexus Six before my SA Plus, um, and that one also did not have a physical button. It, mm-hmm. it was they were part of the screen. Uh, they were like, anyways. So I haven't had physical buttons in a while, um, but it's it's the same. But so 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 the middle button on Android does the same thing as the Apple button. So you press it, it goes to the home screen. You long press, it opens up the Google Assistant. That you know, so that you could, just the same way you long press, and it opens up Siri. Um, but then in Android, there's the uh, there's the change app button where you you click it and it shows you all your apps, mm-hmm. which I think you get to on Apple by double pressing the home button,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which I don't know people use that. But then there's the all important back button, which is like the most important button. Uh, like people like Android users use the back button all the time every day. 24 hours a day like it's just it's the way we navigate through And an what app. does it do it that's a good question android users what does the back button do because <laughs> like some so like if you're in so it does different things based on different apps Mhm. so generally it means either back but also zoom out so if you're in chrome and you hit back it goes to the page you're on before the page you're on mm-hmm. okay um okay if you're like in the reddit app for example back will go um well you know so if you're if you're in a comment section clicking back will go back to the main page right it kind of brings you it kind of brings you back up you know back back up the chain sure so you're diving mm-hmm. deep. And you, but then if you press back again it will close the app and go to the home screen Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it, it basically is like continues to go out and back and out and back and back and out mm-hmm. and out and back, and it's not, sometimes not consistent. Um, but, but it's 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 the very very important in Android because it's how we Android users move about the world um, is with that back button. At least I, I'm assuming everyone does. Yeah. So, um, it's very instinctual, right? So when I when I'm on my phone. And I need to do something, I boom, I hit the back you know, I'm hitting the back button or the home button. So if I want to switch apps, I usually just go to the home button and then tap on the apps on my home screen. Um so so I'm just I'm just constantly at the bottom, pop, 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 and it's a one one kind of hit. Yeah. So Apple, on their new version of iOS, has yeah. no buttons. There is at the bottom, there's a there's like, if you want to minimize an app, you pull it down into the bottom.
1: Yeah, they have a yeah. Instead open... of tapping, there's a lot of swiping and going on.
0: What are you, now? I right? would yeah. As um, I recall
1: from watching that that video, what
0: I was what I saw uh, someone a video, they were pretty worried. So let's say you're on um, you're reading the news, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're scrolling, so so if you're holding the your phone in one hand, right, mm-hmm. and you're scrolling with your thumb,
1: maybe okay,
0: right, okay. you're scrolling down. Would it not then pull up from the bottom? You'd have to be very careful because if you got towards the bottom and you p- push to scroll down, it would minimize your app, right. So I'm not sure. I mean, maybe maybe you have to like start like at the very bottom corner. Maybe it's really good about identifying that, but I don't know. So what, So yeah. What are your, what are your thoughts about?
1: Well, obviously main navigation buttons. Okay. Well, I haven't used it right the new mm-hmm. iPhone, mm-hmm. and I haven't used an Android phone very much. So I don't know that I'm a great person to ask. So I would have to experience it. Of course, I'm going to give you the answer that we should test it. But I am concerned, I mean, in general, uh, it, it, it would be better to, do, uh, to, ta- to tap, to touch, to push with a finger than it is to swipe with a finger, in general. You know, swiping, it's a bigger gesture. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: I watched that video. I mean, you watched the video too, right? Yeah. It looked fairly complicated.
1: I mean, I guess, you know, you can get used to it. But yeah, in general, uh, you know, to to get, to have your finger in the right place, to swipe in the right way, I mean, it's not a big deal, but it is, it's going to be...
0: It's going to confuse a lot of it's like, be people more who are not tech savvy out there.
1: Well, and even after you you know it, it's still not as easy a gesture. That's what I'm saying. You I, know, we, I just if you think vi- about in our natural world, yeah, non non phone world, you know, what do we do with our fingers, right? Uh you know, we touch things, we tap things, we push buttons. We're used to that. Um, you know, we do some swiping, but we don't swipe, you know, you swipe a lot of things. I, how, why would you swipe things? You know, uh, you move a, a, a grain of salt on the table from one place to another. I don't know. You know, it's like just, that's just not a, natural uh, gesture and I know you can say oh well we're getting used to it and you know we're all used to pinching and swiping and all of that and we kind of are. Well
0: the difference is this isn't actually a swipe. When I think swipe I think laterally. This is actually, this is, it's a pull up with your finger. Yeah,
1: to me that, yeah, I understand. I guess, yeah, yeah you're it's, right. It's not technically but, a swipe. Yeah, I've, it's it's different. In terms of uh, mechanical movement with your finger, it's a swipe. It's just a swipe up yeah, rather a than swipe. a swipe across. But,
0: but it is, it's certainly, di- um, but yeah, I just, I just see a lot of people who, I mean, iPhones and Apple have, we'll just say a lot of. There's a lot of, there are a lot of people who are not the most tech literate, who ask their kids what to get. And you know, the kids were like, here, have an iPhone because it's easy to use. And I just see a lot of them in an app and they don't know how to get back to the home. Like they did like there, cause there's no, there's no button. There's no like yeah, how do I, I
1: get I, that will definitely throw people at least back? initially. The question is, yeah. So it's an interesting question about whether uh, the new iPhone will be the same. You know, the people with the old iPhone will upgrade, or will be this be the pl- point where they switch to an Android because it's not really you know it's different mm-hmm. than the iPhone they're used to, or because. Yeah. As you said, their their tech savvy friend or just, or child or whatever says to them, I don't know, why don't you get an Android? You know, at least yeah. I can explain it to you what to do when you get stuck. <laughs> well, so, I have a theory. What's your theory?
0: I have a theory that that Apple um, is is going all in on AR.
1: Yeah, I it agree that. It was a big that.
0: part of their keynote yeah. and getting rid of physical buttons or even you know touch touch buttons of any kind. Is a move towards and with the face recognition, it is definitely a move towards, um, you know, visual space, motion, gestures.
1: Well, and the other thing is that with their with the the emphasis that they have on the uh, emojis and the selfies that they talked about on there. They might, they might be going after, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to say whether they're going to be successful or not. They might be going after a younger demographic. They might be trying to switch their.
0: They've always been going after a younger demographic. (laughs)
1: Yeah, maybe. Anyway, I think that, uh, yeah, I think, I have to say, you know.
0: I love emojis.
1: I agree with um, their decision about that AR is going to be big. I think AR is going to be really big. Really, you know, I think we finally have we finally have some of the software things they needed. Uh, you know, the kits are out and all of that. And um, I think that's going to become a very big thing. In fact, and again, this wasn't our topic for today, uh, but it's kind of becoming our topic. Uh, I think, you know how. I'm always talking about you know the next big thing, and it's always social and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next big thing, if someone wants to go do it, I'm sure people are working on it now. Uh, and this, and I'm sure I'm going to kick myself for not doing it myself. Is, um, is social apps that use AR. That's going to be. Yeah. You just Absolutely need an AR
0: platform. I mean, everyone's just waiting for the right AR platform. So, Apple and Apple is trying to be that platform, with their new um, AR. I mean, they they announced an AR platform. Li- yeah. Literally. So, uh, my my thoughts in thirty seconds on the new iPhones. Yeah. Um, expensive. I mean, the new, the most expensive one is almost 1200
1: USD. Really? It's more than 1000
0: The iPhone X, which is the iPhone ten, which is a confusing naming thing, but um, starts at $1,000. And if you want the higher storage c- version, it's 1150 wow. before tax. So That's it would probably be about 1300 after it is a ton of money um so very expensive it's hard i mean it's tough because the features that they rolled out are basically the same as my samsung galaxy s8 plus that i bought um last month for 650 bucks so it's almost half the price you know I edge to edge display it actually has smaller bezels than the new iphone x and they're it has, not paying you
1: to say these things Right? It,
0: they're not paying me it has um face face facial unlock which i don't use uh it has an oled screen so however okay. however and I, and I, I got 15 more seconds the camera will always will be great oh uh, and glass front and back and wireless charging with a headphone jack and a sd slot on like on a samsung so n- nothing new on the hardware side but but in Apple's credit, I'm sure the camera will be fantastic. And they have somehow, um, and may and this is maybe the most important thing, uh, the new benchmarks on their new chip that they so so Apple makes their own chips and that's what kind of makes Apple special. Mm-hmm. Um Google's actually gonna start doing this, so that'll start getting really interesting. Right now, all Android phones use Snapdragon trips chips which are made by Qualcomm, which everyone grumbles about. Um which they're great. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're they're wonderful chips, but like somehow Apple always because they make their own, they just blow the doors down every year. And this new chip is so much faster in single thread performance mm-hmm. than any than anything you can put in an Android phone, and that makes it very battery efficient and very fast because single thread performance still so Android phones are equal in performance as an iPhone, because Android phones have more cores. So if you do multi-threaded workloads, that's great. And in theory, that would be good if you had like a bunch of apps open and running. But the vast majority of time on phones still, it's all about single thread. Like I'm opening an app, I just need to take a picture. You know, it's like, how fast can you do that? And this new, the new chip in the iPhone, like the iPhone 7 and the 6S completely flies it, it's like 50% faster than competing Android chips, well, and it's going to make the phone feel super snappy. I'm going to so remind you of something.
1: Because
0: sometimes that's all that matters.
1: I have a birthday coming up. Yeah. I could get someone could get me a birthday present. Just think about it. I don't even know what that means. You could buy me a new iPhone. You don't even know what phone you want. The tw- just buy me the most expensive 1200. Doesn't have one. a headphone jack. Just buy it and buy me a bunch of bluetooth and we'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> no, I, uh, I do. it have, has glass have on the back and the, the front. If
0: you drop jack. if you drop it, it'll shatter into a trillion yeah, pieces. Yeah, I have a
1: problem with that too. Okay. Anyway, All right,
0: so those those are my thoughts on the iPhone okay. event. I thought we should have a have a commentary yeah, on it. I was it just I was curious happened. to to hear your thoughts on not having buttons. All
1: right. I like buttons. Okay. Speaking about buttons, let's talk about forms.
0: What's a form?
1: Well, now that's a good question. What once is a upon, form? Was,
0: wasn't there, Wasn't there like once upon, once upon a time at the forum or something?
1: What? Isn't no. that a Broadway show? No. It's a play? You're thinking you? about something about a forum, not a forum.
0: I know. Wasn't that? A sh- uh, w- weren't you in that show?
1: No, is not. <laughs> I did do a lot of musical theater, and that was not one of the form- forms. One of the shows I was ever in. I thought that was one of the shows. I can't remember going to that. uh It wasn't me. Hmm. All right. What is a form? Wow. You know, that's a good question. I'm looking in this. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking in this book to see. Uh, oh, look. It says, introduction, what is a form? So, as we talk about forms, I wanted to mention one of my favorite books on forms. And there's not a lot of books just on forms.
0: Well, it's funny, because this is... So, we were actually talking about this a while ago. Um, You know, especially because we're redoing this course, and we, we had a client recently who wanted us basically to... To do kind of basic ux consulting stuff and m- most of this stuff was settled in like the 90s like it, by by the two thousand, like by like 2003 like this was all like it was it was gospel and it's like the same it's 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 you know new software and new platforms but it's like the same questions and the same problems and the same answers um For forever I just yeah well
1: it's true and um like for like people have been doing
0: forms I mean for forever
1: well people well okay if you want to go all the way back
0: right like this is not
1: new there was I used to give speeches okay to there was a, a professional organization I'm not gonna be able to remember the name and it might still be around um And this, you know, professional organization, right, like, you know, UXPA or, uh, uh, you know, just, you know, for designers or, right, I mean, we all have professional organizations that we can be members of. This was um, a professional organization for people who designed forms. But this was not electronic forms, this was paper forms. And it might still be around. Because you got to understand, forms, right, tax forms and application forms and, um, you know, request forms and uh, expense forms. I mean, forms have been around for a long time. They pro- We can probably go back to, like, Roman times and find forms on papyrus or something. Um, that, maybe that was a bad—maybe the Romans didn't use papyrus. But— um, Forms have been around for a really long time, and I'm going to be honest and tell you that I was uh, around and working and in the field of, you know, usability slash UX. It will be, wasn't called that at the time when we were making the transition from paper forms to online forms, because uh, you know, if you go back, if you go far enough back in in computer screen design. Uh, You go back to a time when there weren't screens, right, when you were communicating and it was just single lines being typed and so there were no online forms. So then we got to the point where we could now have a show a screen full at a time and which meant you could put a form online and this was a very big issue Um, What do you do? Do you take the paper form that you have in paper that you've been working on with and working on and perfecting for 10, 20 years in some cases in terms of what things should be called and how they should be aligned on the paper, right, and what kind of font and typography you should use and should you group things together and put boxes around them? I mean that this was a big deal with forms, designing good forms on paper. Do you now take that form? And do, do you try and replicate it exactly on the screen? Do you do the same fonts? Do you do the grouping the same? Will it fit on the screen? I mean, these were really big questions, and there was a whole, you know, there was one school of thought, which is if you have a form that works well on paper, you know, replicate it as exactly as you can on the screen, which you couldn't do, by the way, because the screen resolutions weren't good enough, right? So you you couldn't I mean initially when you were designing a form you couldn't draw a box around anything. Do you know how we drew boxes? I do. How? You used
0: you you, you made boxes by by having little characters. That's right. Little X's each,
1: or whatever yeah. Which
0: is so funny because <laughs> you know you know what that is? What? It's just a glorified emoji. It's uh, like it's it's like like the, the like using characters in the ASCII code, yeah, which is right. the standard you know U- but UTC. We w- that's right. Which to, to uniform you know whatever text characters, yeah. which is would, to to create images. Yes. To create two dimensional images. Yes. The internet has been doing forever. They make swords and penises and. Okay. Big jelly okay. guys. We're really like... going
1: far afield. And uh, but yes, absolutely. So this and I'm talking about pre this was all pre internet, right? This yeah. was just a yeah, form that would appear in software, not on yeah. the internet. This is pre internet. So um,
0: I mean internet software too. But...
1: And then, you know, then the screen yeah. resolutions got better and then we got graphical user interfaces, and then we could draw boxes, and then we could do scrolling, you know and so you could have a long form because people could just scroll down and see the rest of the form and um, and so we got kind of better and more sophisticated at forums and then we came up with all kinds of um, uh, standards and best practices about uh, the kinds of controls that you should use on the forum and uh, where you know where should big conversations big arguments uh, about you know where should the labels be should they be Left justified this, should they be right justified, should they be on top, should they be in the field? Uh, I mean, I can remember sitting around uh, with teams at large corporations because we were coming up with uh, style guides or standards documents and having heated, heated arguments about whether you use a colon or not after the label, whether the field label should be in bold or not, you know, whether it should be left justified. So these are all questions that, you know, were very, very hotly debated. And and some of these things about forms, you know, I, I just kind of assumed that we'd settled them all and everyone knew and that was that until, yeah, recently... <laughs> I find myself, uh, you and I were in this meeting and we were having this big conversation because I'm, we're evaluating these forms for a client and, uh, I, and I, it seemed all new to them, <laughs> which was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I've come full circle. We're coming back around now. You know, the fact that, you know, there is best practice, um, some of which has changed perhaps a little bit as we've gotten more sophisticated and as we've now, you know, you can have a form uh, on a desktop screen or a a tablet or on a laptop or on a phone, right? And now we have to think about how does that work on a phone and, um, and, and certainly I still think, I run into lots of forms on a phone that were obviously not, you know, designed for the phone. Whoever designed this, I've even run into, interestingly, some forms that were obviously designed for the phone, like they're using controls and so on that you wouldn't have on a, if you were using any type of computer. So they were designed for the phone, but they obviously never tested it because it doesn't work on the phone. And so they didn't—they didn't realize that they, the thing that isn't isn't working right. So forms are still important because you asked, what is a form? Um, and you know, there's not agreement on this definition. Can you believe that?
0: Uh, I mean, of course I can.
1: Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you. If I said to you that a form is. A a screen or part of a screen in which uh, the the person or organization that owns the form that is showing it to you wants to get some information from you or you want to give them some information. So it's a way of you communicating information to you know whatever the website or the software or whatever is. so the idea is that you're going to be putting in data or putting in information. Would you do you agree that that's a form? Uh, can you think? Yes. Can you think yes. of a form in which that? that so I
0: mean, my, my my I'm a little jaded because my definition of a form is going to come from a tech perspective, from a from a dev perspective.
1: Oh, and what's that going to be? Well, so
0: form is simply any time that, that, you're, that uh, the data is, is, is being sent back to the server or at least sent back to the application that's, that's running, usually the server. So, so it's, it's, you know, because there's a, you know, the, the HTML has like the HTML form script. So it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's less of an abstract concept and more of a programming
1: But if I just, situation. all right, all right, well, let me ask you a question.
0: So you could have a form in which a user doesn't input any data. You could have like, ah, an invisible form.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah. See, uh, now so, I'm going to say that's not. A, right, yeah. Right. So from a user interface perspective. Right. I'm going to say that's probably not a form. Right. So I don't. I think I was started to talk about this book I like, and I don't think I got to finish it. So there's a book called "Forms That Work," and for any of you out there who do design forms, um, if you don't know this book. I highly recommend it. it's by Caroline Jarrett who's a actually a friend of mine and a wonderful amazing uh, usability person in the UK and Jerry Gaffney who I believe is also from the UK uh, and it is a great book and um, you know ex- I don't remember exactly when it's written it's been out for a while but extremely uh, extremely relevant for any kind of form you might be writing. And one of the things um, Caroline and Jerry say, and I think that that, and I don't know if they were the first people to say this, but uh, anyway, I'll give them credit for it, um, is that a form is a conversation. And I think that's a really good way to think of it. Uh, so if you want to, if you want to design a form and have it be well-designed, then you want to think of it as a conversation. Because, you know, if you're having a conversation with someone, right, uh, and, it's, and, it, and it's a conversation that works, that's not annoying, uh, a conversation that is effective or efficient or pleasant or something like that, uh, you're not, in that conversation, you wouldn't have someone, for instance, ask you a question that you can't answer, right? or ask you a question that makes no sense and you don't understand what they're asking, right? Or uh, ask you a question and then give you some choices, but the one that's true for you uh, isn't even an option, right? Um, Or uh, a a good conversation uh, with someone, they wouldn't ask you information that you're uncomfortable giving, or they wouldn't ask you information where you would say, uh, really, you need to know that? Like, how is that relevant to what we're talking about, right? Um, uh, or before the, you, they have the conversation with you, they feel like they have to uh, give you, you know, like a, a five minute uh, introduction of how to have the conversation, right? I'm gonna give you instructions about how we're gonna have this conversation. So if you think of it as you know it's a conversation um i think that that's a a really good starting point and that's that's the point they make but then from there they go into you know great detail uh about all these things like buttons and and uh layout and grouping and wording and uh you know uh, best control to use and and all of that so it's a really good book now if if you want to get a book, I would recommend that. Of course, I'm going to have to put a plug-in for our new course that will be available in, what, a couple of weeks probably, right? Um, yeah,
0: or hopefully less than that.
1: Yeah, w- which also is a great way to learn if you don't want to read a book. Um, you can you can take the course. So um, I, I just think, like I said, I still see forms that are, poorly designed, and uh, I think that it's important to, to think about, you know, what what are the forms and, and how you're doing it. So do you have, Guthrie, um, any examples of a form you've used recently that you thought was particularly good or particularly bad? Ooh, Putting you on there, the spot.
0: There are so many good forms out there. I Forms are, these days are pretty good.
1: Yeah, some of them. A lot,
0: a lot of them, they're much better than they used to be.
1: You know what I think, if you're talking about uh, you know you know,
0: it's, everything has a login and the login form has become so generic but it's like a good type of yeah generic.
1: Yeah, but if you I think the places where you see bad forms are the companies medium and even large companies that have to you know whatever they're doing they have to create their own form you know like yeah. someone's applying for automobile insurance or health insurance or- yeah, whenever
0: you you're i mean i've faced this at our own website as that i code just you know just cuz there's it, it, it it's it's hard because you're you, you don't have maybe complete control over your platform or complete control about how things look, you know? Um, and so so you're, you're trying your best.
1: Yeah, and then sometimes you end up with a, a form that isn't great, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, let's see, can I quiz you? You know, I yeah. love to give you quizzes. Quiz, quiz away! Okay, so let's see what kind of quiz I wanna give you. Uh, Let's see what I'm going to do. All right, here's a quiz. Uh, Well, let's use one of the examples I gave. Uh, uh, Should you put colons after field labels, yes or no, and why or why not? No. You're going to say no, and why is that?
0: The form... Speaks for itself.
1: What does that mean?
0: Well, because w- w- you would you you put the colon if it was, for example, a blank space on a piece of paper to know that that's where you put the to to, to separate the title the head of the title from the thing. But
1: so if I so if I have you're saying if I have a label and I have like a bo- text box, like let, let's say it's a you know, last name. Right? Yes. And then I have a text box where you're supposed to type in your last name. Right? Yeah. You're saying I don't need a colon after last name. Is that right?
0: Well, where's the... Yeah, that's, that's just what I'm going to go with.
1: All right. Now, what about if after you fill in your your this data, you have last name, first name, address, blah, 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 blah. And now, later on, I want, you, I want you to review your information to make sure we've got it all right. And so I'm showing you your form, but now there's no text boxes.
0: Then I'm going to go with yes.
1: Okay, so you would put in the colons if there was no text boxes and take them out if there are.
0: Just, just a shot in the dark, yeah. The, right. the, 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 the idea being that Colon is an indicator of where to put in the information, but for me, if there's a text box that's in a that's in a box, you know, that's very clear. It. Well, now where where's the header? Is I'm assuming the header's on top of the what text you,
1: box. What do you mean header? Oh, you mean the field label?
0: Yeah, I'm assuming it's on oh, top. Oh
1: no no, it's to the left.
0: Oh. It's, so it's so it's so
1: it's in line. Yeah. So, do, are you changing your answer?
0: It's in line. Well, I still wouldn't. I my instinct then is to put a colon because if it's, I I'm th- I'm looking at a at a at, at just a, a form now, and I'm just thinking how. It would look if there wasn't a colon, and I feel like you need a separator if it's on the same line.
1: So um, you do need some kind of indication. It, maybe it could be that the label's bold and you know a, a darker font or something. But yeah, typically uh, a colon is the way to do it. So you know, I think that um, I think I'm going to agree with you that in terms of if it's to the left. And its I know I'm going to agree with you that if, if the label's to the left and it's, it's showing you the, de- the information, not collecting the information, then you need something to so people know where the label ends and where the data starts. And a colon is the easiest way to do that. Uh, I would probably say, well, heck, if you're going to put the colons there, then just put them everywhere even when you're showing the text boxes. Uh, It's probably not a big deal either way. And I would also agree that if you have the label above the box uh, you probably don't need the colon. But I think the most important thing about the colon decision is to make the colon decision and then to stick to it and everybody understands how you're gonna do it and then that's the way you do it and you don't deviate from it. You're very consistent. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay. Okay, let's see that was pretty good. You did pretty good on that. Thank you. Uh, Let me ask you another question. Okay You have uh, uh, a A series of questions like um, uh, You know have you ever served in the military Uh, You know just a bunch of questions that are yes, no questions Okay yeah. Should you do them as an option button with you know one, you know, yes is one button and no is another button. A little round circle that you click, you either click yes or you click no. Right. Or right. should you do it as a checkbox?
0: Uh you would want to, well, it well it's so for yes no questions you want a checkbox.
1: So you don't want to do yes no questions, you want to do a checkbox instead.
0: It's still a yes, no question.
1: But you do it with a checkbox rather than you don't click yes or no. There is no yes or no on the screen. Correct. It's just a thing that says, I have served in the military. Yes. And then you check it. Yes. Uh, Okay. I'm going to say in general, that probably works. I think you have to, the, 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 um, the danger. There's a danger. What's the danger of doing it that way? Do you know? No. Um. You know. Well, okay.
0: I do know. Okay. It depend. It depends if there is no danger. If the radio buttons, they're called radio buttons.
1: Option buttons, radio buttons. Yeah, they yeah, are actually the, the, called the same thing.
0: That the radio buttons um are not pre-selected. If the radio buttons have a pre-selection, then you might as well go with the with one box with a check mark. Um, but if the radio buttons you know the the only the, it makes sense if the radio buttons are not pre selected and then you can't continue until you make a selection.
1: Yes, yeah, so see that's the thing it did really yeah. did, if if the answer to the question is really, really critical, like. You know based on how they answer that question that determines what you're going to show next on the screen or that determines whether they're gonna uh, get a bunch of uh, extra money or (laughs) right I mean you know this is like this is a really important question Um, then you may want to do it as a yes no with option buttons and nothing defaulted so that they are required to answer the question okay the problem with doing it as a checkbox is People could just have missed it and not checked the box. And you think that means that they purposely didn't check the box, but it might have just been that they didn't notice it. And there's a real tendency for people to uh, not thoroughly read any th- things on a screen. Obviously. And Surprise. so so if by skipping over it, that has a really bad consequence for them, then you know you don't want to do it that way. And there are actually some legal type forms and some medical type forms where by law, you know, depending on the country you live in, you can't do it as a checkbox. You you have to have them specifically fill that in and say yes or no or, you know, make a choice. Yeah, that's weird. Did you know that?
0: Uh, no, that seems ridiculous.
1: Well, no, if it's, if I really, if, if I'm trying to, I know I've worked on forms where legally we could not do it as a checkbox. We had to do it as a, as a yes. No, I, off the top of my head, I can't give you an example of what that is, what that does. Okay. That does occur. Okay. So you, you use the term radio button and I said, yeah, it's the same thing as an option button. So do you know why they were called radio buttons?
0: Oh, I have no idea. I'd, I'd, I'd actually be curious to know. You
1: don't know why they were called radio buttons? How why fun is this? This is fun. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Well, I haven't used a radio in years. OK. Well, when you did, what were there buttons on it? I have. You don't even know.
0: I guess I used my car radio.
1: Ah, tell me about the car radio.
0: It has buttons.
1: Okay, but you probably—I don't know if you've ever been in a really old car, or maybe you saw this in a movie.
0: I mean, I've used old things.
1: Well, this comes from car radios, so oh, uh, and only okay. and and car only car basically car radios. Regular radios didn't—they really, some of them might have done this, but it was car all car radios worked this way. Uh, at one point or another, this was how you change the station. There were there wasn't um, uh, a dial. You would uh, press in a button, and you got this station or that station or that station or that station. And you did it by pressing no. it in the
0: button. No, 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 no. There was there a I dial, have...
1: but you preset. What are you button. say? I, uh, you. Have, I'm have sorry, I'm be doing able it to turn wrong. Turn the dial. I, well, yeah. you know, I wasn't around back then, so I'm just doing it based on. Okay. No, I was around. Yeah, but, but you could preset the buttons and then you would push the button in and it would switch to that radio station. And but they were mutually exclusive. That's that's stupid. <laughs> What's stupid
0: that, They that... haven't they didn't exist. It's not like it's not like, <laughs> uh, like okay, so we call like a smartphone a phone because it was the same thing as like on a wall because you used to take calls and it's not really what it is anymore, but it still exists. But like Radio buttons have not existed at least for fifty years. Forty years. It's been a very long time since they had giant circular push in and you could only select one at a time buttons.
1: Yeah. So what so,
0: the, so the, I don't understand why they're I, I just don't understand why they're called that because the HTML spec probably was invented after those were already like phased out.
1: Well you called it that.
0: That's just because I, that's, that's just what I was, uh, that's, that's what they're called when you put them in online. That's, that's dumb.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. That's just, they're not,
0: the thing is, because the reason it's dumb is they're not buttons.
1: They're not buttons? They're not buttons. Well, we call them option buttons. It's still called buttons. Uh, Yeah, but I don't think it's a button.
0: If you press it, it doesn't do anything.
1: So, what do you want to call them? Uh, uh,
0: you know, uh, circle selectors.
1: <laughs> that takes longer to say and spell and write out.
0: Radio buttons, circuit selectors. It's literally the same number of syllables. Hmm. Uh, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah like, like choice selector. It's not bad. Though I like circular selector better because choice selector could indicate a drop down. Hmm. Um, or 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 you could you could call you could call it you could call it you could call it a a push selector. I'd be okay with push selector.
1: Oh come on! That what does that mean? I wouldn't know what that. Mean. Well, a command. You push it a to select. Command it. button could be a push selector.
0: You you, you 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 want to select an
1: option? You push it. All right, maybe I'll think about that. I just okay. I call it the option button. It's,
0: it's, it's troublesome because there are...
1: So there are so ones. many more things we could talk about with forms, but um, I think we're, we're running out of time. But we can do yeah. another... Uh, we might do another... Yeah, we'll bit. do
0: forms part two. The yeah. most exciting topic that ever has existed. Forms. I don't
1: know. I like forms. I, th- I There's so many things you can talk about with forms. And obviously... Uh, Obviously, based on what we've been seeing lately, uh, uh, people may not know what the best practice is and why it's best practice and and why having a form designed a certain way makes it more usable. So uh, we we can definitely uh, do forms too. I, I would like to do that. I, you know, it's still... Until we go, you know, full voice and don't have stuff on screens, I think we're going to have forms for for a little while yet so still still important and uh you know might be really important if it means the difference between uh, people uh you know getting tax money back or getting into college or um signing up for your service or right these right. these things right. can uh, can make or break an interface
0: hey one more uh one more big um,
1: yeah uh, tech news oh you got more tech news yeah yeah What's just that? a
0: small one very under the radar yeah but very important yeah. in Chrome version 64, which will be coming out next year um, I think I think we're at Chrome version 61 right now so okay. there's a couple to go um, Chrome will be. Um banning code that allows videos to autoplay when mm-hmm. you visit a website
1: that's a very big deal
0: It's a very big deal and no one's talking about it so so uh, you know especially if you think on your phone right you go to you go to like annoyingnews.net it's and, if it's, yeah. and you know some video starts playing with audio um they will yeah it, autoplay will be disabled on on YouTube. Or sorry, it's on YouTube, on on uh, on Google Chrome.
1: Um, so do you so think the advertisers will be unhappy about that? They might be. Well, it's not. I, I, a lot of those
0: are not advertisements. A lot of them are like news stories that like have an advertisement in the pre-roll. Yeah, I know. But it's but it's but it's not maybe maybe but i i I think it's i think for the long-term health of the internet i think it's a good thing
1: so why do you think they did it
0: um well various browsers have been using their weight as a dominant browser to muscle change in the industry for a while now yeah Um, they already they, they it's happened before um think of Pop-up blockers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Google's but Google's disabled a couple of things here and there throughout um, throughout their history, uh, and so then if you want your application to work for people using Chrome, which is now the largest internet browser, you have to play by their rules. And there are giant because st- because there are, there are standards, there are the HTML standards that most browsers uh, completely support. But then there are the extra. Things that browsers support that aren't quite, you know, HTML, but are you know generally standardized, and each one does it a little differently. And you know, there's like WebGL, and Google has their own various like instant platform for games and stuff. They, they, I, you know, I don't, I, I'm not going to get too crazy, and I don't know enough uh, myself, but they've they've used this platform to disable certain things in the past. Um, and this is another big example.
1: Well, I'm all for it. Cool. Hey, Guthrie, it's great to talk to you. Yes, indeed. And, um, we have upcoming, uh, I believe next week we're going to be, uh, interviewing someone. We're going to have a guest. Excellent. So I'm really excited about that. Cool. All right. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at where, Guthrie?
0: Info at the teamw.com.
1: And uh, we'll let you know when that uh, new course is ready. Okay. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you.